Coming up, we have an incredible story that has hit home for me. We have a 125, 20-year-old mom, mother of two, coming from school, but loose stay. Gets on the bus, just trying to take her babies home. Doesn't have her DC-1 card. But who's on the bus? An undercover police officer looking for that mom of two that's trying to steal that dollar and 25 cent ride. She's brutally tortured, face messed up, teeth gone, lead broken. Nah, it's real talk coming up right after. <laughs> back at Always Real Talk and we're here with Miss Ford and we have just one question to ask today and Miss Ford you represent Miss Rust who was beat up by WMATA police mm -hmm. and the one thing that my viewers are asking is can you brutally be beaten up by the WMATA police with no consequences that is a look you took a pause <laughs> I mean when you talk to people, and we have, mm -hmm. you know, tell us a little bit about this case because this case, I think, is gonna has has opened up this can of worms that has to be addressed by the compact. Right. So um, Diamond Rust, um, my client, a young lady I represent, was um, beaten by a Metro Transit officer. Um, en route to her daughter's uh, daycare, she was trying to get the two-year-old, her two-year-old daughter, registered for daycare. She was attending Baloo's um, stay program. Right, that's it's right. a night program. She doesn't live in Southeast, but that's where she goes to school. Um, she had uh, her one-year-old son and her two-year-old daughter with her coming from Baloo's stay to try to get to where she needed to go on time so she could register her two-year-old. Um, she was on the bus, um, and um, the bus, um, she boarded the bus with the two kids, stroller, all that. She, there was another friend with her. So she was at, she was at Baloo's stay. Yeah. And she was attending school. Yes. Okay, so school was over. Right. It was around what time at night? Um, it was actually in the afternoon, about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, so she has a, two kids. I think she has small kids, too. She, right? Yeah, they were one and two so years old, one, so toddlers. So that probably was in a stroller. Yes. Yeah, they walked, okay. So you got the stroller, so mom's going to school. Right. Trying to get that, trying to get that uh, certificate of degree. Yes. A graduation it's, diploma. Whatever, right. Right? And she's, she's getting on the bus like, you know. She's trying to go home. That's her only mode of transportation. Okay. But you want to make sure I'm falling. Yes. Um, so she's getting on the bus with the children and the stroller. And driver waves her on. So she comes on the bus, getting the kids situated. Um, the, and where it gets interesting is that after the bus was in motion, she was still standing. She had to get the kids situated. Um, and the bus hadn't come to a complete stop yet um, at the next stop. Um, when before the officer said to her, it was an undercover officer as well. Okay. Okay. Um, before the officer said, you know, you need to get off the bus. So. So let me, uh, you know. Go ahead. Native Washingtonian, we catch the bus. We know about the bus routes, right? So she gets on the bus. She has her two kids. She has a stroller. And let me tell you something. Anyone out there that has caught the bus, two kids and a stroller, that's that's a lot just to begin with, right? Right. So she gets on there. She gets on. And because, you know, the bus goes from one stop, then sometimes they give you time to pay your fare before you get to the next stop, right? Yeah. So you're saying before they even got to the next stop, 
that's when an undercover officer that was riding on the Metro bus. What, what bus line was this? You know? um, I want to say the W-4. Okay, w um, it was, But let me just say this. The, stop, the bus stop um, where the incident happened was on Alabama Avenue Southeast. Okay. Okay, so um, she's on the bus. Um, she has not sat down yet because she was getting the kids situated and the bus moves. And she wasn't the only one getting on the bus. Right, right, okay, right. Okay, there were right, other right. people. It's always okay. Um, so... Um, I will throw in the fact that she's a student, so she technically rides for free. DC One Pass. Well, and that's, well, that's the thing I was going to, I know I want to hear the rest of the story, but yeah. I thought that she's a student, students ride for free. Why is an undercover officer harassing, you know, anyone that's a student? Does she have her, her student ID on her? She didn't have the DC One Pass on her, so, but Does that she have wasn't a student ID on her, though? I'm not sure. He did, she, she, he asked for identification, and she did don the identification for him. And she said, I'm coming from... Blue stay. Um, I am not sure what the exact how it, in the sequence that that information became available to the officer. Mm -hmm. um, but the he asked her to get off of the bus, so she was still on. And what's clear is that she hadn't actually exited the bus where she was getting off at. So I'm not sure how he came to the conclusion that she had evaded fare. So uh, at first glance, when we when I heard about the case and speaking with the, the client, it, it just seemed bizarre that it wasn't like she had gotten off the bus to go on her way. And then he's saying, OK, you evaded fare. He just assumed that because she took too long to pay that she wasn't going to. And she hadn't been on the bus for more than a few minutes. So and I, I will note that she's not here yeah. uh, because, of course, she represented her. But what the officer did to her face. Yeah. How so he brutally beat this young woman in front of her one-year-old and two-year-old. Right. I'm just trying, I mean, was there any evidence that she was fighting the officer? Did she have some sort of weapon on her? Because she's you're on the bus, right? And I've been on the bus before, and a lot of times I've been on the bus, and you're there, somebody gets on, and, you know, I don't know how you get from there to a, a outright with her teeth. Is that, is, am I correct when I... Yeah, so... I, Yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll take it back. So, so when he asked her to get off the bus, and she did, asked for ID, she did. He was writing the citation. Um, the officer in his Gerstein affidavit, you know, said that she was walking back and forth, you know, while he was writing um, the citation because, you know, she was like, "Look, I have to go. I've got to get my daughter registered." And, you know, just in full candor, she's a low-income resident. So, if she misses the deadline to get the kids registered for a daycare, then she doesn't get care. And no. she's got to continue school. But she she's has two kids with her, right? Right. And he was like, you need to stay right here so I can write you the citation for trying to get to trying to... Fair evasion. Fair evasion. After she said, I, I go to Blue Stay, I'm coming from Blue Stay, I, I don't have my... Yeah, Blue she State didn't have the DC, one pass. the DC one pass. There's a DC one pass. Right, right. Yeah, I'm yeah. very familiar. I have two kids, yeah. so, you know, yeah. I, I know I know that. And the officer, I guess he just said, no, you're a liar. I guess he just probably said you're a liar, right? You got two kids and you're just trying to skip and not pay fair with your two kids coming from Blue State. He just didn't. He didn't it. ask any questions. I mean, the Gearstein affidavit, you know, which is the statement that we have from him, um, indicates that you know he um, asked for the ID. She complied, um, but that the, when she started pacing back and forth, his Gearstein affidavit said, "Well, I didn't pat her down for weapons, so I didn't know if she was armed or not." as she was walking back and forth and he said that she had her hands in her front pocket. This is this is the mom with the with the two with the stroller and the one year old and a two year old and the officer was maybe thought maybe she had some weapons on her and that he was she was going to maybe she he was gonna get shot or he was gonna she was gonna stab him or I mean I'm just trying to understand because I I have been on the bus, right? 
And when you're catching the bus, somebody gets on and you got the stroller and because you, you, you got two kids. So, you know, the right. stroller wasn't a little stroller. And you got a one-year-old and a two-year-old. We all know how one-year-olds and we all know how two-years-old. And you grab them and then you're, you're, before you, you, you're on, and someone says, you didn't pay your fare. And you say, yeah, but I go to, I go to school. Mm -hmm. I go to Blue Stay. Everyone knows that if you're in school, you get to go for free, right? I don't think that there's anyone in the District of Columbia that don't know that. And I'm pretty sure the Metro <laughs> driver knows that because they probably get kids all the time who either forget their ID, but they see them on the route. They know they're going right. to come in from school, right? right? I mean, it's just, right. I guess he feels threatened, so then he just beat her up. Well, you know, we only have the affidavits. So I, know, it, I know she it, got it, beat it, up, so I'm just, trying to, I'm just usually, trying to put it, to, like, put it right. together. She didn't have the money. He said, you ain't got the money. He said, you need to get off the bus. She paced back and forth. He felt concerned for his safety. Next thing you know, her teeth are gone. Her face is all messed up and swollen. She got beat up, and she deserved it. Well, I mean, the officers generally will say this person resisted arrest. So that's where, you know, looking at the officer's statement in the affidavit, um, his story was that um, when she wouldn't stop pacing back and forth and he said, you need to stop, I'm going to arrest you, um, that she said, you need to hurry up. And, and, you know, I have somewhere to be. I'm trying to get my kids registered, whatever. So a conversation ensued. And he did proceed to arrest her. I mean, he did proceed to put her in handcuffs. He, according but, but, to... But, 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 but I just need, because... I like to keep it real simple for, my, for grandma and aunts out there because they're watching this, right? And, they, and, they, and they've seen it. Yeah. And, and I know we don't have both sides of the story. Right. But, so I try to keep it as simple as I possibly can, right? And that is mom gets on the bus with two kids in a stroller. Doesn't have her fare. She's standing up. Somehow, officer, undercover officer, is on the bus. Wish we had some undercover officers in our streets and our neighborhoods protecting us, but they're clearly on the bus protecting that mom with that one and two year old and beating her up because she's a threat. But I don't want to go there because I have a tremendous amount of respect for our men and women in blue. But the Metro Police, different story. Right? Yeah. So, so she actually did have money on her person. So, so she I, had money on her. Yeah, after the fact. I guess that's what he discovered after the fact when her bag was confiscated. But I want to go back money. to she said she was a student. So right. either he thought she was lying. And at that point, and he... he, can, he we can don't make, know if it even mattered to him. But, but, but I know. think legally, if in fact you are a student, you ride for free, so therefore you're not breaking the law. Now, if you do not have your student pass, or that one DC1 passed on you, and someone believes that you're not, you know, being truthful, then that's a different story. I don't right. think that calls for you to be beat up and brutalized, but I, I think that I understand that. The bus driver... Did the bus driver ask him to get off the bus? Well, let's, we'll, no. we'll come back. We want to come back. We want yeah. to come right back. We got to take a commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, the most important thing is that can a mother sue for being brutalized, no fault of their own? And here's a possibility. Can you sue for being discriminated from WMATA on a metro bus on the subway? We'll be back. Always real talk. Mm -hmm. back to Always Real Talk. We're here with Attorney Ford and we're talking about this WMATA incident. And, but more importantly, we're talking about the ability to hold anyone accountable. Is, is there an investigation going on right now? Yeah, so, um, you know, WMATA is aware of the incident and uh, we are pre-litigation. Um, but the roadblock is that, you know, WMATA can't be sued for civil rights violations well, like let, this. Let me back up. Is there, do, has WMATA done their own investigation? 
I can't say for a fact that they've investigated the officer, but they are aware of it. And typically, once they get any type of notice from a, a plaintiff's attorney that there is going to be litigation, they usually conduct an internal investigation. Okay. I cannot say that they've done that in okay. this case, but that's is, typically what happens. Is, is this officer still working? Are they working every not, day and getting I, paid every day? I am not completely sure about that. That's an excellent question. Okay. And then the second, you know, question, you know, we, we had someone tweet in, and they were just wondering, can WMATA be sued or can the officer be sued if, in fact, say they did an investigation and they mm -hmm. found that the officer was liable and things were wrong, what happens at that point? Because it's, as I understand, and that's where it gets kind of tricky. And uh, Are you sitting down? I, ho I hope you're sitting down because... We're about to be real. Am I, am I right? Yeah, so when somebody's injured by Metro Transit Police um, in the process of being arrested or whatever, um, WMATA cannot be named as a defendant. So WMATA gets something called sovereign immunity, um, and it, they can't be sued for um, any, any civil liability um, in the performance of a governmental function. That's what the law says, and it's actually it's the WMATA Compact is the document. So it's the WMATA Compact who said, it basically says WMATA can't be sued. So even if they do an investigation and they find that their officer brutally beat this wonderful woman, you know, wrongfully, it's nothing that you actually can do to WMATA. Yeah, so if they find that the level of force was excessive, um, you know, that the, the plaintiff, the injured person, the victim, is limited in, in the options that they have legally um, because WMATA can't be sued. When we so, say limited, is, is it limited like they couldn't even cover the hospital bills? Well, what I'm saying uh, is... It was limited. Yeah, look, so let me explain that. So you, I can sue the individual officer, right, in his name. Right, but if, they, if, individual, if I have $100,000 in medical bills, I, I can't sue WMATA. So I'm telling you, you get beat up by a WMATA police <laughs> officer for no reason, you can't sue them. You Need can, but that. it would get thrown out like that because they raised the defense. So. They raised the defense, the compact. Everyone yeah. got together and said, we're going to protect each other. Can't, but I think you can sue a metropolitan police department, but you can't Excellent sue them. Can you sue the Washington Metropolitan Police for the same activity? That is an excellent point, which which begs the question as to why WMATA gets sovereign immunity and other police departments don't. So Chicago, Baltimore, D.C., if their officers violate somebody's civil rights, the city can be sued, right? Or the county, Prince George's County, I just right. had a trial against them. But WMATA gets this very high level That's of protection. Amazing. And it's a tri-state, you know, D.C., Maryland, right, and Virginia, Virginia makeup, but they get this, this immunity that no other police department get. I, it's it's mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing. So it is, well, that's that's mind Well, one, be very careful, because uh, clearly, I, I just think that's wrong, yeah. right? You have, a, you have a metropolitan police officer who's out there fighting every single day, and they do something, they could be sued, the city could be sued. Right. I mean, so basically, they can do whatever they want to do, because you can sue this guy, and he can only be worth $20,000, and you got $600,000 worth of medical bills, and you're, you're basically uh, always real talk, screwed. Yeah, I mean, that, that is, that's definitely a legitimate concern, with, being, with only being able to name an individual officer, hoping and praying that somebody on the jury understands that, you know, WMATA would still be financially responsible for it, but I can't necessarily tell the jury that, right? I mean... So, so as we close... I know you're here. I know that Diamond, you know, could not be here, you know, for a number of different reasons. Um, I, you know, our prayers are with her, uh, two ki two kids, to be even in this type of situation. Um, what do you what what do they want, and what do you want? What does your client want if 
public to know? Well, we definitely want people to know that the WMATA Compact provides this type of immunity to um, WMATA, and we want the WMATA Compact amended. So there's a petition out on change.org. Um, we're asking people to just sign, and we're going to present this to our D.C. Council and say, listen, this just isn't fair. I mean, this, her, Diamond Russ So it's a change, so change.org, mm -hmm. and uh, there's a petition. It's being signed. Yep. And, but the petition is basically saying that WMATA police officers, correct me if I'm wrong, should be treated just like any other police department. Right, and the petition basically is asking our council to amend the WMATA compact to carve out an exception that would allow victims of police violence to sue WMATA the entity for violating someone's civil rights. So okay. that's what we're asking people to do with the petition. Um, and and where, and where can they find that? Um, change.org, you can just search for Diamond Rust. All right, Diamond Rust, change.org. We have uh, Attorney Ford. Yes. And always, Real Talk Studio, thanks for coming by. It's a, it's a, it's a story that needs to be heard. Go to change.org if you believe that we should have some equality and uh, Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And that's real talk. It is. <laughs>